Welcome to the High Vibe Tribe podcast with me, your host, Dawn Owen. I'm a wife, a mom, and an entrepreneur, a speaker, a zero BS coach, and a lover of the high vibe life. I help business leaders like you create huge breakthroughs in their life and business so that you can achieve the freedom and impact you want and deserve. In this podcast, you will hear me talk all about mindset, money, and magic. The power trio that I know will get you where you want to go fast. This is the High Vibe Tribe podcast. to it and introduce my guest for today. Now, she is an holistic therapist and she's the owner of Urban Soul Holistic. And if you can think of, an, it's really hard to say, a holistic therapy, then she's qualified in it. I've got a big list here, right? Swedish massage, sports massage, pregnancy massage, reflexology, chemical peels, meditation, cupping, crystal healing. The list goes on. It's a massive list. I haven't got the breath to read the whole list. She's got the lot. She's also won, this is incredible, Holistic Therapist of the Year for the past three years. Not like a one-off. You know what? I'm going to digress already. I really hate it when places like fish and chip shops have that sign up that says, voted best fish and chips 1997. It's like they're shit now. That was like 20, 30 years ago. But this is last year, the year before, and the year before that. It's Natalie McCoy. Welcome. Thank you, Dawn. You're welcome. That, I, honestly, when I was reading all of that, I mean, I obviously know you. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But you have got a long list of therapies that you are qualified in. And we'll come on to that in a bit. So, Lovely listeners, let me explain. If you're thinking, boy, Nathan McCoy, I know that name. That's because I talk about her all the time. So Natalie has definitely been mentioned in at least two podcasts, and that would be the one where I talked about my best month ever, and it would be the one a couple of weeks ago when I talked about resistance. And that's because I go to Natalie for other things, but gentle release therapy massage, which we are going to talk about a lot a bit later. But first, I'm going to let Natalie tell you all about her background. She's got a really varied background. And I I was going to say, I often say this. I think I always say it. When we meet people now, we just imagine them, you know, you're Natalie, Urban Soul Holistic. But actually, you've got this whole other life behind you. So tell us all about that. Okay, so I'm a mum to a seven-year-old little boy. I say as little, as nearly as tall as me, <laughs> but there we go. So I've been in lots of different fields across my career, mainly to do it with caring fields, to be perfectly honest. So I've back in the day, I was a lifeguard and swimming teacher. I then decided to go to university and do a leisure and recreation management degree. And then I came out of that and went into a job which was completely different. So I went into the drug and alcohol field as an arrest referral worker. So I was working predominantly at that time for West Midlands Police, seconded into the police stations to work with um, class A drug users and alcohol dependent individuals. 
So basically, cut down the acquisitive crime in local areas, basically. And then, so that career started off as a bit of a, I'll go and see what it's like, and ended up being a career that lasted me well over 13 years. So I went from different organisations, from the criminal justice side, then went into the community side, which basically you saw a lot more in the community side. You were able to see the results at the end. And then lots of things happened um, during that period of time. So in 2012, my dad was diagnosed with motor neurone disease. And so my role as a carer became being dad's carer for for the two years that he was poorly. And then we sadly um, lost him in 2014. And then a couple of years later, my mum had said to me, oh, dad's left you some inheritance. And I was just like what do I do with it? Do I spend it previously or do I, do I save it? Mm. So one of the things I'd always wanted to do was be my own boss at some form of my career. But in terms of that, it was, when do I do it? What do I do? And where do I go with it? So we'd always done within the drug and alcohol field, always done holistic therapy treatments of some sort. So auricular acupuncture was one, and then massage was another, but we did it in a different context, if that makes sense. So it was very much as part of their recovery journey. Um, but then politics gets in the way mm. and politics changed everything. So it became more about results and figures rather than the person sat in front of you. So they stopped all holistic therapy. Right. So in t- 2016, when I fell pregnant with my little boy, I decided to retrain because I thought, I've, I've been in this career for a hell of a long time and this is my opportunity yeah. to make a difference. So I retrained whilst I was off on maternity leave. I had a brilliant mum who looked after my little boy whilst I went and did training courses. And then I practised basically from 2017 to 2018 on friends and family. Okay. And then at April 2018, I launched Urban Soul Holistic Therapy and... It's just gone from there, really. I worked at, I don't know how I did it initially. I was working what was a part-time job, but it was a full-time job in part-time hours. And I had a little boy who'd only just been born and I was running the business. I was just like, I must have been running on adrenaline at that point. And then that lasted for three years mm-hmm. and COVID came along and so I was just like, something was telling me to go before COVID. Mm. So to resign and to, to, to take that leap. Thank God I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. be, be, because literally they, they closed all our services yeah. down at that point. And so it wasn't, we weren't able to sort of move forward anyway. So I stayed with my, my, my company at that point for another seven months and then left in the December 2020 and that's when we moved to Solihull as well and that's where I suppose Solihull Urban Soul Holistic Therapy has just grown from there really. Wow there's like so much I've written a great great mind map round of all the things there that, that you talked about. When you started working in the drug and alcohol field so how old were you at that point like when you started? Oh so I was probably, I want to say about 
24 25 I think so really like naive (laughs) well yeah I mean yes naive is one word but I think you know we just haven't got life experience have we at that age even though we think we have you know we think we know it all I remember thinking you know when I was 21 or 25 and then 30 I was gonna have it all figured out now it just raises every year that I get older but yeah I'm just wondering what it was like going into that field at that age and kind of being exposed to you know that darker side of life I suppose that probably a lot of us are not familiar with and you know not only that what was it like for you but also you know what did the people around you your your parents and people that you were close to at that time what did they think about it I suppose for me I felt very naive at the beginning I was just like what do I know what do I know about drugs and alcohol (laughs) like apart from obviously going out on the party scene you don't know a lot about the and outs of drug and alcohol abuse but um I think the first time I actually ever went into a custody block I was a bit like oh my god this looks like prisoner cell block cage (laughs) yes yeah so I literally lived I lived I worked in the last lane police station which is one of the oldest police stations that there was and it's now a a museum Mm -hmm. Um, and I can remember going on my training and I had a lady who was brilliant at a job fantastic and she engaged with the the service users really well. And I can remember just got, walking into one um, interview room with a client and we were talking about injecting sites at that, that, that particular point in time. And she said, well, do you mind showing Natalie? And he was the most politest young man ever. Right. So he hid everything because it, he was a groin injector. So he yeah. hid everything, just pulled it to the side and showed me where his injecting site was. And for, for a 24-year-old girl at that point, it was just yeah. like, oh, my God, what has he just done? Yeah, you imagine, <laughs> but, yeah. But it's, it was a, le- a steep learning curve, I would say. Yeah. But one where I sort of progressed through my career mm-hmm. pretty quickly. So I went from being a junior as, as such up to being, towards the end of my career, being the manager of that sort of unit. Yeah. And I can remember after I left more so than I, it, it was now, that my father-in-law was like, Natalie, when, when you go out and do home visits for, for your clients within my field now, he says, I don't want you to, I don't want you going. And I was just like, why? Yeah. And he was just like, because you don't know who they are. And I was just like, I've been working with notorious criminals for the yeah. last like yeah. five years. Yeah. Like I, I think I know how to risk assess. So <laughs> I have all that in place, so I'll put yeah, a risk assessment and whatever I need to in place. But I can remember my mum going, are you sure you want to do this, Natalie? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, absolutely fine. And I think I got more out of my career probably after I left the police force and went into the to the community side yeah. because you actually saw the results. Yeah, you actually saw people going through their treatment process. And then I ended my job doing the peer mentor coordinator's job so basically having conversations and training people to basically give back so we had a team of 30 by the time I left of peer mentors who were literally helping us with groups they were doing one-to-one sessions with people to sort of encourage them to say look it can be done I'm here yeah I love that I love that and you said obviously when you started your business and you'd got baby 
still a part-time job, which you said full-time hours in a part-time role and the business. And you were like, I'm not sure how I did it. It must've been running on adrenaline, but I think your former career must've given you that good grounding because I'm assuming in that kind of role, it's just moment to moment, anything could happen really. And so I'm guessing, you know, people always talk about transferable skills and stuff, but that must've given you such a grounding that actually, even though that sounds a lot like to me, I'm like, part-time job, baby, business, that sounds a lot. Actually, probably compared to what you've done before, you know, it was probably not nothing, but you know what I mean? It's like you, you've been given that ground. It's like, for instance, I always think if I, I hate using the word stress, but if I have a moment where I say to myself, oh my God, I'm so stressed. I'll always remind myself that real stress was when we had the family business and we used to have to find £200,000 to pay the wages with some of yeah. that stressful you know, that is stressful. And so yeah. I, I'm just thinking maybe that's why you perceived to sail through and you say, I don't know how I did it. It actually yeah. would have that grounding. Do you think that would have something to do with it? Absolutely. I think the fact that one day was never the same in that job. So yeah. you always were working on sort of, okay, what could happen? The wives and the, the yeah. maybes. So yeah. I think you generally sit in that level of like, I say anxiety or that level of sort of what's going to happen next yes. sort of thing. Yeah. So I think because that's how I've always been in terms of trying to keep going, if that makes sense. And I think realising when I, I came into this, the holistic industry that you don't have to always do that yeah. was a massive sort of learn. I say another learning curve. It was like a slap in the face going, yeah. well, why have you been doing this for the last 12 years? Yeah. But you talked about transferable skills as well and the transferable skills I would say 80% of what I learned in that, that those careers has come into this role and that's why I think the experience that my clients get compared to some other clients might be very different because it is about the holistic approach it's about everybody and the inner the outer whatever's going on in, in their life that will be included in that sort sort of treatment process. And I would agree with that. And we'll talk about that in a minute. It's something that just occurred to me when we were talking about the kind of, let's call it stressful situation that you used to work in. And then, and you said, you know, now when I'm in this industry, I'll think about what I know now and I wonder, you know, about that. And it made me think about our nervous systems and the, yeah. you know, the stress that the nervous system must have been in that, in that job. And I think this is it's quite common with a lot of the women that I meet, they're in stressful roles you know corporate roles where you know they've been running at 100 out of 100 miles an hour all of the time you know I remember my own dad once said to someone oh our daughter's not happy unless she's working at stress level 10 and at that time he was absolutely right now I think oh my god why did I think I had to do that well I know why I felt like I had something to prove and so I'd always got to be the best, go faster, do more, yeah. you know, being first, leave last, all of that stuff, which I think a lot, a lot of us do in corporate. And this now, you know, like along with you, knowing what I know now, I think, oh, my God, the stress that must have put on my nervous system. And I know I'm still working through that because here comes a woo warning. You know, I know we we both believe we hold that stuff in our bodies you know, the kind of somatic experiences that are left in our bodies. So that's really interesting to me, you know, now how you come into this and it's the same, but so different. Uh, uh, absolutely. And 
so I was I was in a full-time role at that point and so thankfully I had the best manager in the world that she she basically cared for me like I was probably her own daughter at that, that point yeah but very much in terms of that it was when after dad had passed mm-hmm. that I went right enough's enough yeah so I dropped a day right. at work and I was just yeah. like I've got to do something for me and yes. sort of bring it back and I can remember having a conversation with my dad because he was he was a union rep and okay everything <laughs> like that so he, he knew he knew his stuff yeah um and he always used to say, Natalie, just stand up for yourself. Just make sure that you have a, vo- a voice. Yeah. And I'm so sorry. And that, that sits with me for as, as that was a long, long time. And for me, it's not about remaining quiet, if that makes sense. Mm. It's about if I don't voice something, it's not going to change. And no. so that may happen continuously along the way. Yeah. So I think it's really important in any industry mm-hmm. to not always keep quiet because sometimes it's what you need to do to make that change. Yeah, I think it's our responsibility. You know, like I would say, it's our responsibility yeah. to be extraordinary in what he, whatever it is that we do. And it's also our responsibility to speak up. And some people find that easier than others. But yeah, I think we definitely have a responsibility around that. So when you started the business, obviously, when, when we started this podcast, I read out a huge list of all the different therapies that you do. And that's only probably half of the list, if not just a third. How? What did you start with? Did you start with kind of the, you know, what most people would think when they come to a salon, your facial, your massage, that kind of thing? And then did you expand into all these or did you kind of just go, right, I'm just getting all of these straight away? No, so the first two treatments that I did, so a a prerequisite for any sort of therapist is to do your full Swedish massage course so you know about all the, the, the ins and outs. Yeah. That was my first one. And then my second one was reflexology because reflexology was something that I was really passionate about. And, and I, I still am now. I, yeah. I love giving that treatment. It's, it's one of my favourites to give. And then it grew from there. So I was listening to people and I was just like, well, why don't you put sports massage on? And I was like, okay, <laughs> let's do that. And then the Indian head came because things, yeah. it just, so it was more of a natural flow rather than me going, right, I've got to do X, Y, and Z. Yes. And then... When I was pregnant with Ethan, my little boy, I couldn't find anywhere in Leicestershire at the time that did pregnancy massage. Right. So I thought, right, I'm going to change this. Yeah. I'm going to go and get trained and put it out there for everybody. Yeah. And so that's what I did. And again, that's continued really well. Mm-hmm. It's just, I think it's more about, for me, listening to my client group and saying, well, okay, what is it you want? Yeah, a lot of people have said, "Oh, waxing, Natalie." I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not yeah. going down that route. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's been more about the holistic side of it. I do facials, I do nails, but yeah. the the main part of it is probably the, the holistic sort of touch. Processes. Yeah, and I love that, and that's what I think of when I think of you. You know, I I do have a facial from you, but I think of you as the all the other treatments. Yeah, know. I didn't realize you didn't do waxing, but I wouldn't think of you for waxing um this is not meant to offend any beautician but I I probably think that's just not your thing it's like that that would for me that would be such a waste of your time when you could be giving that you know half an hour three quarters of an hour doing one of your other treatments that that's the way that I think about it and 
that is a business decision, but also, you know, where your zone of genius is and where I believe you're in your flow as well. You know, like you said, the reflexology yeah. is one of your favorite treatments to give. It's like, yeah, you, you do, there's lots of people do waxing and all of those kind of everyday mm-hmm. treatments. That's not what I think of when I think of you. And you said earlier about how you think that with the transferable skills, you know, your approach is different with a client. And obviously being a client, I can say that is most definitely it. And when I talked on the podcast last week about when I came for my last gentle release and we just, you always have a little chat to us before we start and like just kind of tumbled out and I kind of worked through something myself with, with your help. And that's just in a five minute chat before you actually, you know, commence the treatment. And I know to you probably because it's holistic, it is all part of the treatment, but that's not what you get when you go to most places, you know, it's all lovely and relaxing and the candles are on and the plinky plink music and stuff, but it's just like, hi, how are you? Right. I'm going out, get on the bed, I'll be back in, and that's it. And I don't mean that to sound like I feel rushed because I don't. It's just a different experience. You're absolutely right. When I come to you, it is a completely different experience. I'm, I'm glad that that's how yeah. it comes across. <laughs> no, it, it absolutely is. So let's talk about gentle release therapy because okay. people ask me about it. And I ought to use one of my husband's phrases, I make an absolute fist of explaining exactly um I just kind of la la about energy and stuff Mm -hmm. so tell us all about it and what it is and what it's for and what are the benefits and all of those things okay so gentle release is a very powerful therapy it involves a variety of energy techniques which are applied with the lightest touch and it works in synergy to allow physical and emotional blocks to melt away okay so when we talk about that, it could be that you're um, carrying a physical or emotional trauma in a different way. And sometimes that complex pattern of behaviours isn't always easy to sort of get rid by by yourself. So those energy blocks get blocked in your system. So we have meridians in our, our body that work on sort of the energy field. So you've got your EQ your, your and your chi. And so... The gentle release works on the practitioner using their intuition to deliver a form of energy therapy to you to allow those energy blocks to be released or allow them to dissipate. So it allows your body to take the lead and let go of the, anything that you're holding on to. Sometimes that can be that you've been holding on to it for a lifetime. Yeah. Um, sometimes it can just be a moment in time that you're trying to get rid of. And it is basically a treatment where you are fully clothed. You work on the acupressure points of the the body and you work through different systems. So you go through the cranial system, the seratic system, your endocrine release and a lymphatic system. But you can also work on things such as the spine. And then as you get further along into your treatment, you can, because I've trained in advanced gentle release, I can do what is classed as similar as like going to a doctor and having a prescription Mm. to have it done some of the benefits that it can help with is muscular issues aches and pains insomnia fatigue dizziness stress digestive problems hormonal issues there's a a study that the the um trainer has been doing uh, with the menopause and hormone hormonal issues and they've been utilizing what's called an energy um facial right so i'm not trained in that one 
as of yet, but yet. it's maybe something that I will do in the future. But that has had significant impact on hormonal issues and the menopause symptoms for, for, for many people. Again, I can, the, the list is endless in terms of what you can be treated for with gentle release. It's very much, if you think back to the times of traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture, where they're putting needles into different spots, mm-hmm. it is basically me going to those spots, but without the needles. So if you're scared of needles, gentle release is probably the treatment for you. Like what I am. Although I'm not as bad now. There was a time when I was absolutely petrified, which is always amazing to people considering how many needles I had when I was having my treatment. Although I had one of those pick line things then, which I think you should be born with. It's great. You don't have to have a needle into your skin. It's just a piece of thing that hangs out your arm and it's great. So yeah, the gentle release, I am a fan. And I think one of the things I first thought when I came, so I, you know, everyone knows I'm in the woo and I, so I totally believe in the energetic side of it. But I think, I don't think I've even told you this. One of my um, thoughts, if you like, was, oh, you know, I love a good massage, like traditional massage. And I find it super, super relaxing. And it's part of my self-care, you know, to get a massage regularly, to get a facial regularly, because I just love that time. And invariably, when I'm having a facial or a massage, I fall asleep. And I think it's probably one of the few times that I do actually snore. So that says to me, I must go really deep. And I was thinking, oh, well, this isn't, you know, take your clothes off, get under the lovely blankets and lie on the heat and all of that. And I knew that it was a non, you know, so if you're fully clothed and although you do touch it's not like movement when you're touching like like a massage I'm explaining that really badly and I was thinking oh am I going to feel like am I just going to be lying there and I'm not going to have that time to relax Uh, I made a complete fist of explaining that but what I'm trying to say is absolutely not I do fall asleep I can see Natalie's laughing at because I do fall asleep and I do little lady truffle snort and <laughs> kind of wake myself up a bit it's just so relaxing and I guess that is because and, and you can let me know what the real reason is uh, because of the energy and because you know I feel like almost I'm having my nervous system calmed down just by you and and what I mean I've got my eyes shut so I don't know what you're doing but I know that you're moving over various parts like what what do you think because it is so deeply relaxing absolutely and and with with gentle release it's about slowing everybody down so Mm -hmm. it's about getting your nervous system to a point where you are able to feel that you can stop Mm -hmm. And you can actually give yourself that time to to be you again, if that makes sense. Mm. We, we are us, but initially we we're running at 110 miles an hour. So you tend to find a majority of people that you tend to, their head is the, the major sort of, there's lots of stuff going on yeah. in their head. Um, and I've explained to you previously when, when we've done treatments, like when I've worked on people's heads, including yours, yeah. um, where I will feel different vibrations that that you might feel. I, I might feel that things are coming out mm-hmm. of you, and that 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 does sound like the woo woo part yeah. of it. And people are like, "Oh my god, that 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 happened." <laughs> yeah, it's not safe. It's it's nothing like scary or anything no. like that. No. It's it's purely we are calming down each and every system to reset it basically to to mm-hmm. get it back to where it needs to be because we do stress our bodies to the, the absolute maximum. And, and so when you come and 
lie on the bed and you can actually feel like you can fall asleep. It's a blessing, if that makes sense, for you in terms of it, you're acknowledging that you're allowed to have that time for you. Yeah. Whereas I think a lot of people don't do that and mm. they get to the point of burnout because of it. Yeah, I can see that. And even with myself, I mean, everyone knows I'm a big time planner, diary planner, but even I feel challenged around, it's like, you know, I know, for instance, I know now I should be booking my next one in for when I want to come. And then for whatever reason, it you know, that just drops down the list of priorities. Because when you've got a to-do list, it's like book my next gentle release doesn't feel high up there. And actually, even as I'm saying it now, I'm like, but it so is because it, it gives me exactly what I need. So when I came... Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was last week or the week week before, I think. It was 31st of January. It was the end of the month. Um, And I talked to you about, and one of the things I was saying is, I feel so tired and I really don't know why because I'm getting plenty of sleep. Yes, I get up early, but I'm getting great sleep and I'm getting a long time of sleep and good quality sleep and I'm taking care of things. and, uh, And that's how I found out. And if you listen to the podcast, I talk about, you know, there was resistance in me and that was what was exhausting me. But the next morning... I got up, I was like super tigger, you know, if you can imagine dawn, even more dawny, that's what I was like. And, you know, I had a fantastic day. And instead of having my afternoon slump and feeling super tired, I was just, you know, super energetic. And I messaged you to let you know, didn't I? And I think, yeah, yeah I would just say, look, just try it. Particularly, you know, if you are busy, doing the business, super busy, all the business, and think I haven't got time, you are the person that needs it, that this will be super, super beneficial for. So, you know, all the links will be in the show notes. So get yourself on there. Natalie's got a great booking system. You can just go on and book and it's so cool. And uh, yeah, and it's a lovely experience. It's really nice. So let's talk about the other side of your business, which I know is quite new, but I know it's like super, super exciting. So what else are you doing? As well as obviously being a mummy and running Urban Soul Holistic and doing all of those things, what else have you decided to do now? Okay, so probably over the last 12 to 18 months, I was working with a coach myself just to, because I felt a little bit stuck at the beginning of my, when when, when I moved here. And so one of the things that came from that was why am I not using some of the skills that I had previously in previous roles? Mm-hmm. And so two of the things that I'm setting up, so I was working for a training provider this time last year, I would say, and the, the year before that, um, as a trainer in holistic therapy. So training people who were wanting to change their career and going to, to the wellbeing mm-hmm. side. And I had probably every single client that came to me saying why aren't you doing this yourself yeah so it got me thinking and I was just like "Mm, maybe I do need to do this myself yeah so it took a lot of planning but I wanted to I didn't want to go into it just having courses where they weren't accredited so the I've got I've initially got three courses accredited so Swedish hot stones and sports massage and I'm in the process of writing the Indian head the reflexology and working alongside a midwife in terms of doing the pregnancy massage because I want that to be full on and proper to be honest um so that hopefully will be launching it should have been yesterday but with with all the 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 illness and stuff that's been going on I would say it'll probably be mid next week that it'll launch properly yeah and then 
just after Christmas, I launched my mentoring program. So the mentoring program is for anybody who's a startup business. Uh It can be in the holistic field, but I would also say it would cover any other field Uh um, to support people who were in a similar position to me where they feel stuck. They don't know the ins and outs of of starting a business, even things like registering your name and, and stuff like that. So the mentoring process was it is part of a process of me being there to hold their hand through that process to get them to from A to B. Yeah. But it could also be that it, it is a business that is at the point where they've hit a ceiling uh-huh. and where do we go now? Yeah. So sometimes I find as a, a an individual who's, when I say in an isolating career, it's not that I haven't got a lot of, Mm. work out there so I have but you have to find that you have to go and make it for yourself if that makes sense so when people haven't got that it's about how do we work with like bouncing ideas off each other and then allowing them to explore what could be their further step Mm -hmm. going forward so that's launched and I've had some interest in that which is really good so yeah it's going in the right way but my predominant Thing has always been working with my clients and yeah. I know one of their fears was that I was going to step away from it completely yes not the case yeah so I'm going to work it to ensure that my clients are my priority that that, that, that will come first and everything else will fit in be, behind that love that so exciting so I mean it's kind of I know it's all under the same umbrella, but you know it's like three businesses really and you know a lot of the ladies that I meet I've got these kind of things going on I think it's just the kind of people that that we attract and I just love it and we have to look after ourselves in the middle of all that as well don't we and I know you you know you know that more than anyone absolutely. so yeah absolutely cool well I mean I could talk all day about all this stuff as you know but you know maybe we'll get you back another time when you keep adding to your list of wonderful treatments that you're doing so we will put all of Natalie's stuff in the show notes where you can get in touch with her where you can book with her and yeah I think that's anything else that you want to add Nat I don't think so thank you for letting me come on today not at all it's been great well I thought so many people ask me about you somebody asked me just the other day I messaged you tonight and said oh someone's just asked me about you I thought I just do not do it justice so let's get you on let's talk to you because you've got a really interesting story as well as being able to explain the gentle release therapy a lot better than I do so that's it from us today I will be back next week with a brand new episode you know what to do in the meantime keep those vibes high Thank you for listening to the High Vibe Tribe podcast with me, Dawn Owen. I'd love to know what your number one takeaway was from this episode. Feel free to screenshot the episode and tag me in on social media. And if you know someone who would enjoy it too, then don't keep it to yourself. Share the vibes. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you get notified as soon as the next episode drops. If you're not already a part of the High Vibe Tribe community over on Facebook, then come and join us there. The link is in the show notes. And I'll see you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep those vibes high.